This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair, 32 degrees in Moralton. Today is Tuesday. It's the 8th of March, 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And if you missed the sunrise this morning, it was a stunner. Now that beautiful sky will soon cloud up. By this afternoon, we've got a 50% chance of rain, a high in the upper 40s. Tonight, 50% chance of rain, then partly cloudy overnight, a low in the mid-30s. Sunshine Wednesday and a high of 56, Wednesday night's low 35, and sunny Thursday and a high of 61. Some forecasts Friday are calling for the possibility of snow. We do know it's going to be a rainy day, 70% chance of rain, mostly cloudy and a high around 50. Very cold Friday night, our low 19, and sunshine Saturday and a high of 45. Right now it's fair, just a few clouds, 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day, Cecilia DeSalvo at Action Services. Obituaries this morning. Jesse Shane Boshears, age 20, of Perryville, died March 3rd. He played football at Perryville, then UCA, most recently at Arkansas Tech. He attended the Hollis Jesus Name Pentecostal Church. He went into the hospital with COVID last summer and remained in the hospital until his death. He is survived by his parents, Shane Boshears and Shelley Vincent, fiance Maggie Skinner, one brother Camden Boshears, stepbrother Tyler Vincent, stepsister Briley Vincent, grandparents Opal Boshears, Mary Coleman, Sheila Vincent, great-grandmother Versi Crane, a host of aunts, uncles, cousins, and a multitude of friends. Funeral service for Jesse Shane Boshears will be Thursday, March 10th, 2 p.m. at Perryville High School Mustang Stadium. Arrangements by Roller Chennault Funeral Home. Harold Gene Cox, age 89, of Perryville, died Monday, March 7th. He attended Arkansas Teachers College and was the first in his immediate family to attend and graduate college. After a short stint in the Army, he taught school at Scotland then went to work in Little Rock at Champion International. He spent the rest of his career working in the corrugated box business. He is survived by his wife of 66 years, Barbara Lee Cox, son Corey Cox, four grandchildren, ten great-grandchildren, and two great-great-grandchildren. An informal memorial service will be held Saturday, March 12, 2 p.m. at Family Life Center at the Perryville First Baptist Church. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremations and Funerals of Moralton. Dina Marie Edwards, age 73, of Moralton, died Saturday, March 5th. Graveside service will be this afternoon at 2 at Grandview Cemetery with Charles Bain officiating. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Visitation will be one hour prior to service time at the cemetery. Sarah K. McGee, age 59, of Perry, died Saturday, March 5th. Funeral service will be today, 10 a.m., at Journey Church, with Brother Danny Barker officiating. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.34. Let's turn to news this morning. Officials with the National Weather Service Monday confirmed the storms that tore through Pope County on Sunday included an EF-1 tornado. Forecaster Jeff Hood with National Weather Service in Little Rock said the survey team found high-end EF-1 tornado damage. Survey teams are still working to complete their inspection of the areas hit during the storm. Crews were also heading north to areas in Izzard County and south to multiple counties where tornado warnings broke out throughout the night and early morning hours on Monday. Pope County Sheriff Shane Jones said Monday afternoon, that cleanup work is progressing after the storms caused considerable damage in central Pope County north of Dover. 
While not life-threatening, emergency services personnel have confirmed two individuals were injured in the incident. Office of Emergency Management crews set up their command post Sunday in the area of that incident, and Jones says the post has been redeployed to the Pleasant Grove Church to assist with coordination of efforts in that area. 7.35, it's fair, a few clouds, 32 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 49 with a 50% chance of afternoon rain. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 737, Fair and 32 at the KVOM Studios. All local Vietnam War veterans are invited to participate in an upcoming Vietnam Veterans Commemorative 50th Anniversary Ceremony in Morrillton. The event is hosted by the Disabled American Veterans Chapter 13 and will take place Tuesday, March 29th, 11 a.m. at the Conway County Fairgrounds Multipurpose Building. If you'd like to receive a commemorative pin and certificate, you must register with the DAV by Sunday, March 13th. Gold Star and Blue Star families are also asked to register. The United States of America Vietnam War Commemoration honors all veterans who served on active duty in the U.S. Armed Forces at any time from November 1st of 1955 through May 15th of 1975, regardless of location. To register for the program or for more information, You can call DAV Chapter 13 Commander Billy Sanders at 501-208-2945. The Class 1A Basketball Tournament wrapped up on Monday at Devil Dog Arena. The five-day event brought 32 teams and their fans from across the state to Moralton, many of whom were here for the first time ever. The economic events such an event has on the community reaches far beyond the South Conway County and Wonderview School Districts who worked in partnership to host the tournament. Stephanie Lipsmeyer with the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce says it was a boon for local businesses. There's been a lot of people in town. The hotels have been full. Uh, A lot of the restaurants have been full as well. So, you know, just great that they chose to have the tournament here. And we're very lucky with that. The tournament was well attended and required a lot of volunteer hours from many individuals and organizations from throughout the community. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton invites all prospective students to its annual More in Moralton Information Session event, Saturday, March 12th. The event begins at 9 a.m. with check-in and will conclude at noon. The college's Mary Clark says individuals will get the opportunity to learn more about what UACCM has to offer and explore the campus facilities. It's a day when prospective students and uh, families can come to the campus and find out all the information about all the programs that they might be interested in, find out about financial aid, options, um, all of our student services from tutoring to counseling, um, all the support services that are available, uh, talk to the instructors and actually see the classrooms and labs. In addition, attendees will have a chance to win one of three $1,000 scholarships sponsored by the Fayetteville Shell Scholarship Fund. The event is free, registration is requested, and for more information, you can go online to uaccm.edu or call the admissions office at 501-977-2053.
The number of active cases of coronavirus locally and statewide and the number of hospitalizations caused by the virus in Arkansas declined again Monday. According to the Arkansas Department of Health, there are 33 active cases in Conway County as of Monday afternoon, seven fewer than the previous day, and nine active cases in Perry County, a reduction of one from Sunday. The number of active cases statewide declined by 336 Monday to 3,001, while the number of patients hospitalized decreased by seven from Sunday to 329. Eleven additional deaths were recorded in the state on Monday. Now 740, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equity markets were sizably lower on Monday as spiking oil prices fuel concerns around inflation and as the global economic impacts of the escalating situation between Russia and Ukraine conflict continues. Oil is not the only commodity being impacted, with prices of wheat and certain metals also seeing dramatic price increases amid potential supply disruptions. The utility and energy sectors outperformed, while financials and consumer discretionary stocks lagged, reflecting ongoing caution in the markets. Ten-year government bond yields were up slightly despite the defensive tone, potentially reflecting the expectation for the Fed to hike rates this month despite these global risks. Global equity markets are, are sharply lower as well, and economic implications for Europe, which depends heavily on Russian oil and gas exports, remain a headwind to the near-term international outlook. The Dow closed at 32,817, down 797 points. NASDAQ closed at 12,830, down 482 points. Volume was heavy as 1.5 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down 30 cents at $23.57. Bank of America was down $2.61 at $38.34. Centerpoint Energy was down 26 cents at $28.73. Steer and Company was down $21.07 at $369. Energy Corporation was down 38 cents at $111.86. Under Armour was down $1.34 at $12.75. Simmons Bank was down 57 cents at $27.14. Regents Financial was down $1.35 at $21.26. Southwestern Energy was up $0.16 at $5.54. Tyson Foods was down $0.95 at $92.56. Walmart was down $1.15 at $141.67. LiveRamp was down $1.98 at $39.05. Interpublic Group was down $2 at $32.20. Nextera Energy was up $3.97 at $84.18. Natural gas was down $0.19 at $4.81. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $34.40 at $2,001. Silver was up $0.04 at $25.83. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Atkins School Board meets in regular session tonight at 5 in the district's multipurpose board building. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will hold its regular monthly meeting tonight at 7. UACCM will welcome Moralton educator and civic leader Jasmine Wilson as guest speaker for its celebration of Women's History Month, Thursday at noon in the Student Union. Admission is free. Lunch will be served. All are welcome. Moralton Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday at 7. And the Conway County Election Commission meets Friday at noon in the first floor conference room at the courthouse in Moralton to draw for ballot positions for the May 24th election. 
As always, we thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we invite you to subscribe to our podcast channel where you can listen to KVOM's Weekday Morning News Watch as a podcast whenever it's most convenient to you. You can listen wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can get it from our website or free mobile app. KVOM's Weekday Morning News Watch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 744, fair, 32 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up in a little bit, we'll visit with Carly Goheen with the Children's Advocacy Alliance on our close-up segment. Up next, Eric joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswire Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Bigelow's senior girls basketball team will be playing for the Class 2A state championship this weekend. The Lady Panthers beat Salem 60-49 in their semifinal matchup on Monday and will face Melbourne on Friday at 6 p.m. in Hot Springs for the title. Melbourne beat Quitman 52-21 in Monday's other semifinal game. And the Class 3A tournament at North Arkansas College in Harrison, Clinton's girls were defeated by Bergman 61-46 in Monday's semifinal game. The Class 4A finals will feature Nashville against Farmington in the girls' game and Magnolia against Blytheville in the boys' game. The Class 4A championship games will be played Saturday night in Hot Springs. Advancing Hot Springs from the 1A tournament in Marlton are the Mammoth Spring and Norfolk girls and the County Line and Bradley boys. Those games will be played Friday afternoon. Junior Cheyenne Kemp homeward twice in a 12-run fourth inning, and the Marlton High School softball team improved its record to 4-0 with a 16-5 win over Maumelle in a non-conference game on Monday in Maumelle. Devil Dogs play their home opener today at 4-30 against Clinton. Marlton High School baseball team is back in action today with a game at Alma at 5 p.m. The Sacred Heart softball team lost its season opener to Hector 12-2 on Monday in Marlton. Lady Knights open conference play today with a game at home against Wonderview starting at 4 o'clock. Nemo Vista's baseball and softball teams are scheduled to open their season today. The baseball team plays at Southside B Branch at 4.30. Softball team plays at Guy Perkins also at 4.30. Marlton High School girls soccer team improved its record to 2-1 with a 7-0 win over Mills on Monday. The boys team got its first win of the season, beating the Comets 2-1. Marlton will play at Valonia tonight. Girls play at 5 p.m., followed by the boys at 7. 7.47 now as we look at weather on this Tuesday morning. Currently in Marlton, humidity is at 81% with north winds at 8 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.25 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 27 degrees. High yesterday was 51. A year ago today, the low was 32 with the high of 72. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 10.28 inches. Sunset this evening is at 612. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 630. And forecast calling for mostly cloudy skies this morning, 50% chance of rain in the afternoon. The high near 49 degrees 
50% chance of rain continues into this evening, but then partly cloudy overnight with a low around 34. Tomorrow and Thursday look nice. Sunny tomorrow, high near 56. Low 60s on Thursday, and then we'll have increasing rain chances on Friday, high near 50 degrees. And uh, 70% chance of rain by that afternoon. And uh, again, could see some maybe some snow or something. We're actually going to drop to around 19 degrees overnight Friday night. So very cold temperatures there coming our way to start the weekend. Right now we do have a few clouds and we're at 34 degrees in Moralton at 7.48 on KVOM. News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.52 now on KVOM, and on our close-up interview this morning, we're joined on the phone by Carly Goheen with the Children's Advocacy Alliance. Good morning to you, Carly. Good morning. All right, it's good to have you on here on this Tuesday, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit, uh, some community involvement you got there uh, going on with the Children's Advocacy Alliance, but first, just kind of Kind of tell us what uh, what you guys do there, and and maybe how people can get in touch with you if they need if they need to. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really excited to be here. Um, so, like you said, I work for the Children's Advocacy Alliance. We're actually an umbrella organization. So we have two agencies under the alliance. So we've got CASA, which is Court Appointed Special Advocates. And then we have the Children's Advocacy Center. So with CASA, their goal is really to be a voice for foster kiddos. Um, you know, when a child comes into care, they don't necessarily have somebody to advocate on their behalf. And so we have a bunch of volunteers that um, advocate on their behalf. So if you're interested in becoming a CASA volunteer, um, check out our website. It's, you know, www.hopeandjustice.org. There's a little um, volunteer section, and you can go and kind of get in touch with our um or cost of staff to make sure that, you know, that you meet all the requirements and that kind of thing and get in the training. And then, like I said, we also have the Children's Advocacy Center where we basically serve on a multidisciplinary team in order to provide treatment efforts um, and kind of investigation tools for children and families who are going through child abuse investigations. So that's kind of an overview of the, of the agency. All right. So very important uh Important roles and, uh, of course, serving uh, Conway County, and I guess you're serving multiple counties in the area? Or yeah, 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 absolutely. So between our two um, between our two agencies, we serve Faulkner County, Van Buren, Searcy, Perry, and Conway counties. Okay. All right. Very good. So, um, uh, and we did mention, of course, going to be out in the community a little bit uh, coming up. we got mention on Maine and uh, kind of what to uh, – What's the Children's Advocacy Alliance going to be doing there? Um, So us, the Children's Advocacy Alliance, and then the CALL and DHS are all hoping to set up 
like a little booth with a kids activity. Um, and so we're going to try to all be together so that people, you know, can come out and learn about all of our agencies all at one time. So we're really excited about that. I didn't even know <laughs> Munson on Main was a thing. And I was um, talking to somebody about it, and we just thought it sounded like such a great community event. Um, so we just want to come out and, and meet the community and let the community meet us and learn more about us. All right, that'll be a great opportunity. Should be a well attended event, and yeah, it's been it's been a couple of years since we had the Munchkin on Main here, of course, because of COVID. So we're excited to bring that back yeah. back to downtown Marlton here. I'm excited. I told him I was like, even if we weren't going for work, I would probably still go just for all the food trucks and events. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, gonna be a lot of fun. All right. Yeah. Well, well, Carly, anything else you want to want to share with us this morning? Um, just again, if you're interested in any, you know, volunteer opportunities or you want to take a tour of our CAC or learn more about us, um, check out our Facebook page. It's just the Children's Advocacy Alliance. And then like I said, our, our website is um, hopeandjustice.org. But I really appreciate the opportunity to be on here this morning. Well, we thank you for joining us uh, again. Carly Goheen with the Children's Advocacy Alliance and joining us this morning on Close Up. Thank you so much, Carly. All right. Thank you so much. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.